Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. It is August 9th, 2022. I'm Trey Crowder, and that, you may have ascertained, is not Smart Mark. Don't worry. He's fine. He's at a taping in New York City. So back once again, senior Georgia correspondent and frequent guest host, Mr. Corey Ryan Forrester, the Cho himself. What's up, Cho? Well, about you, Trey. Appreciate you having me. Glad to be here. Uh, I'm starting to feel like Joan Rivers on the Johnny Carson show. Like, once one of y'all leaves, if I don't get this, I'm going to feel slighted. No, I know, dude. I was going to say we're going to have to put you on the non-existent payroll pretty soon. I mean... Yeah. High-dollar operation. We appreciate you coming through each and every time. Like I said, uh, so I don't know if you know, and I can't... It wouldn't be proper for me to go into any real details. Also, I don't have them, but Mark... He's at this taping in New York, and the way he kept describing it was he was like, yeah, I got to be on the ones and twos at this thing, mm, yeah. which I think he means in some sort of like producer capacity, Production but I, thing. Keep, I keep picturing him as like an active DJ, DJ. <laughs> and it's funny to think of Mark with like one headphone on, just totally stone-faced, like dropping the bass or whatever, crowd yeah. goes wild, and he's just like... Just playing the just, national, and then every now and then just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You motherfuckers but, uh, ready to get sad? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's good. He's fine. He'll be back next week. We're glad you're here. Everybody knows what we're going to be talking about tonight, and they're correct. Well, they do. Trey, I wanted to hit you with this real quick, and I didn't give you any preparation. I'm sorry about that. But now, every time I feel like I can get a little bit more responsibility now that I have guest hosted so many times. So I have gone out of my way. I did this last week or a couple weeks ago when I was on the show with Mark. Everybody knows here that I don't know shit. I don't know anything going into this taping. I let Trey tell me the news. Trey, as always, he's like my husband. He tells me what to believe, and that's how I vote. So (laughs) because of that, I had, right before we started recording, I had some looming political questions that I didn't know the answer to that I thought maybe you could give me the answer to. Oh, Lord. Probably not, but sure. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Number one, is Dick Cheney still alive? He is. He is. Okay. I, I know that because Liz Cheney put out like a, a campaign ad type deal in Wyoming starring Dick Cheney. And me and Mark talked oh. about it on a Patreon episode. And he looked like death. You never believed <laughs> that. But like all true assholes, we'll never die. You know, he'll. Well, he'll it was sort of a trick question. Around. Like, I know that he's sentient, but I don't know if you'd call it alive. Yeah, no, you know he I'm seems saying? just as, uh, just as, you know, crabby and terrible as always based on what I saw. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Number two. Does Biden still have the same press secretary? I seem to remember a gal. Yeah, Jen Psaki. That her Is still? Is it not her? Did she leave? She I left, don't know. I, it, it. I it feel just, like I haven't seen her around in it a just, it, Right. Well, here's the thing. It just came to my attention. I was she like, left. huh. She okay. Left. But it just came to my attention. I was like, man, when Trump was in, I used to hear a lot more press secretary stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he had sort of a rotating door of them. They were always having to go, okay, look, we know what he said, but what he meant was this. And I feel like, say what you will about the Biden administration, not as much uh, not as much spin required. You know what I mean? So that one, and last but not least, Trey, something I really need to know, when is the next Geneva Convention? I don't know. They're having those like the Olympics? Is that what they're I doing think so. every, every four years or something like that? I don't know. I mean, I feel like we might, you know, couldn't. We need another convention of some kind. I agree. Uh, don't don't know what it is. <laughs> never knew. Well, actually, you know who needs fewer conventions is uh, the CPAC people, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. They throw conventions like a motherfucker. Do you know there was another one? I have them all the time. No, like yeah, I thought well, they just had the going, one a well, year. Hold on. No, they don't. They're like every two weeks now, evidently, and they're always <laughs> uh, very stupid. We're going to talk about one of them a little bit here later. 
But first, before we, again, we're going to talk about the raid and all that. Before we get into all that, I just wanted to ask you, like, is it just me or, like, uh, have things the past few days been, like, sort of good? Like, yeah, like what's I up was, with that? Uh, is the simulation I, it, broken or what? What the fuck's going on? Because it seems like there's been good stuff. Because, like, I'm going to forget some, but, you know, there's, like, Gas prices falling, record job growth. Bin Laden's successor got taken out. Alex Jones is getting wrecked in the courts. The Senate actually did stuff. And then now the big raid. It's like, I don't know what to do with myself. Universe ain't supposed to give us none of this in the 2020s. What's up? <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because I remember this morning, like I was looking at everything that was trending on Twitter and it seemed to all hit. Like for yeah, and and I almost texted you and I was like, so do we still do the show tonight? Like, what happens? It feels like we could take the week off. Well, it, this is actually the second or third episode in a row, particularly if you count Patreon episodes that have been generally positive, and we're mm -hmm. on a real hater. That never happens. What's funny is there's still abject Dude. doom and despair in the midst of the positivity. Don't worry, y'all. If that's what you're here for, it will arrive. Dude, but, if we know. were at the casino right now, this would be the moment where the Asian lady comes and starts dealing you know what i mean that's how it, that's not racism by the way it's just a fact every time we're on a heater they switch hands and it's a nice little asian lady and then boom i bust like five times in a row that's actually what i've been thinking about is that things have been going so well that my brain immediately goes to calm before the storm absolutely you know no, because like we thing. can't it's just the universe trying to get us to Drop our guard a little bit so it can come with the haymaker over yes, the top is what I'm exactly. Saying. So like 100%. I'm not getting I'm not getting excited. I'm actually kind of worried. Yeah, no, I hear you. But on the note of some of the good stuff, so the Inflation Reduction Act, the Senate did some stuff. It's not enough, but it's something, and I'll take something over nothing every time. But also, you could tell that it's at least partially good because of how much the Republicans hate it. So. Yeah. This thing the Republicans have been doing, a little bit of duplicity coming from their side. I know that's surprising, but they uh, it was found out this week that there was this clean energy group called the called United for Clean Power that had been sending out all these messages and PSAs and ads and stuff aimed at getting Democrats to not support this climate legislation because it's not good enough is what they say. It's like this ain't enough. Demand that they, right. you know, if they're not going to do it all the way, they don't do it at all. Well, turns out, never believe this, United for Clean Power is a front for Republican dark money <laughs> and they're just trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. So that's fun. Um, but also they're freaking out about the fact that there's, uh, there's some funding included in the inflation reduction act for the IRS, like 87,000 new IRS agents, which has really got them bugging, including Ted Cruz, who put this little number together, Matt, if you've got that video for us. Demanding a full investigation of the internal revenue. New service after officials admitted targeting conservative political groups. Not only did Tea Party groups get more scrutiny, but mm, Matt's internet ain't hitting. How about that, dude? It's literally like a shot-for-shot shot remake of old Red Scare videos. No, I know they've even got the like. There's the, all the, like, the marching the, Nazi the marching, type like shit. The, yeah, exactly. Like this looks like, like it would be in Captain America: Civil War. You know what I mean? Like a super on the nose throwback to the the Red propaganda Scare shit. of that time. Yeah, I agree completely. That's all right, Matt. Hopefully the other ones work well enough. You can go ahead and get that one down. But you talk say, like you people, talk about if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, 
theology is like they know they can always go back to just let's just do the Red Scare 2.0, 3.0, whatever. We don't have to write new material. Basically, the structure's the same. We just have to like mad libs it, and instead of this person, they're dead now. Put this person in. Like it's right. And the thing is, I feel like a whole lot of people don't like the IRS. Nobody likes you know. No, dude, fuck them. But, but like the thing is. It may not be immediately apparent. We talked on an old episode about how the IRS is was super understaffed and underfunded, and the result of that ended up being that they oftentimes audited poor people way more than rich people in America. Imagine that, because like it's way easier to audit a poor person, so like it takes less resources to do so. So having more IRS agents, but you're not getting as much. So don't that cancel out? Yeah, but that wasn't. It was just like a practicality thing for right. them of like we just ain't got time to right. hold billionaires accountable for their money and that's the point of this is that more IRS agents and more resources for them means that more rich people will be audited and it's harder to cheat on your taxes which does not hit for Republicans as you no. might imagine so yeah they're really on one uh, alright moving into the show producer Matt is with us as you've probably figured out there this is weekly skews uh, before we go on I do want to remind y'all of not two things but three things this week uh, first, of course, if you want to see me live, go to TreyCrowder.com. I'm on a solo stand-up tour doing an hour or more of new material, and uh, we're having fun with it. Got some dates coming up in September. Going to be adding dates very soon, including some well-read dates, getting the band back together. So keep your eyes peeled. Go to TreyCrowder.com, number two. If you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. $5 a month gets you full-length bonus episodes like the one we did a few days ago on uh, the Inflation Reduction Act and some of the good stuff that's been happening. we got plenty more in store. We'd love it if you would support us. You can go to weeklyskews.com slash more or just go on Patreon and look me up, sign up, get some more SKUs in your life. And the third special item in honor of Corey being here is I wanted to let you know, in case you're unaware, that my intrepid co-host tonight and I have another podcast. That's right, another one called Putting On Airs, where we talk about fancy people, fancy culture, fancy shit, all things fancy. Tis a silly program, but it's a lot of fun. New episodes every Friday. So get it wherever you get your podcast or subscribe to the YouTube channel or both. Go to watchpoa.com to get on that YouTube tip. Putting on airs. Check it out. Okay. It's the best. Tonight. Tonight, we're going to be talking about what else? The big raid. The FBI raided Trump's uh, house in Mar-a-Lago, his compound down there. And the nation, particularly the right wing of it, collectively lost its damn mind. The response so far has been over-the-top batshit, even for them. And we're going to talk about it. But first, of course, we must begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, anyone who thought that CPAC events were nonstop bullshit start to finish. No, no, no. Sometimes they keep it real. Matt, play this clip. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. Please welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, word? Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah. This is just like that J.D. Vance video where he was like, are you, are you a racist? racist? Do you hate Mexicans? <laughs> no, I know. It's like, so I'm sure they've got it on the banner over the stage. We are all domestic. Matt, play that one more time. It just hits for me. It's great. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. <laughs> Please welcome. Please welcome. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I don't know. Is it like, is I, that the name yeah. of the panel? 
it it is who the fuck is producing this and not like hey guys i don't know how this is gonna play my my assumption is that you're 100 percent right about the jd vance thing that it's a like that is what they all think of you yeah right Uh, but the tone the delivery everything about it None of it suggests that. It just sounds like them just stating a fact for the record before starting. Can I uh, can I pitch to you what I think our new tour should be next year? Trey Crowder and Corey Forster. We're a bunch of baby killing queers. Just see how that (laughs) plays. Put that on banners everywhere. Yeah, so this is at CPAC, like I told you. They have them all the time. This one uh, was in Texas, and... It was wild shit. They had a keynote speaker there, a guy named Victor Orban, uh, who is kind of like sort of kind of sort of dictator of Hungary. Who mm-hmm. last week said that Hungary should be all white? He said, "You know, in Europe, we don't believe in mixing the races, so that's mm-hmm. his big thing right now." So CPAC said, "Hey, call his agent. Get get, that, get, <laughs> get that dude on the phone. We need him. <laughs> we need him on stage, baby." But the biggest sort of headliner. For CPAC, and I know you saw this. Tucker was no a a dude playing a January sixth uh, rioter in a fake prison cell, crying <laughs> while people put <laughs> while people put on headphones that played testimony from January sixth. Uh, defendants lamenting the state of their lives. So you turn it on, it's like, it was so awful. The FBI was so mean to us. And in front of you while it's they happening... They ruined my big Johnson shirt. <laughs> the, uh, while In front of you while it's happening is this dude sitting in a cell pretending to cry and writing sad statements on the chalkboard like, where is everyone? Right. Okay. This was the most popular booth at the convention. The line was out the door, which I think completely makes sense when you consider it's their persecution complex in full display. Right. Like, they, they had to be rock hard as soon as they saw this. A whole test to like how bad they've got it and how unjustly they've been treated. So it was a big hit. You were actually wrong. I, I do know what you're talking about now, but I had just seen pictures of it and I genuinely thought that it was just like a wax sculpture display thing because I no. saw the picture of Marjorie with it and I was like, okay, it's just a, a, a thing, a photo op. I did not know no. that it was like so, a haunted house type shit. So Matt, we don't have to watch the whole thing, but play a little bit of the clip so you can sort of see it in action. It's definitely not a sculpture. Oh, I don't know. We might be having, wouldn't be excused without technical difficulties, tell you what. We may not be able to do the videos tonight, Matt. I don't know what get else to Get busy hating Mexicans or get busy trying. Fuck, man. Like, <laughs> I, but this look, is. Look, you could see him there. He basically just cries and feels bad and everybody wanders around. Some people uh, threw money into the cage. Many mm-hmm. spectators were openly weeping. Uh, others came up and gave him words of comfort and support, you Dude. know, as though this isn't all fucking completely fake um so I know yeah that, it was all pretty par for the course i know that we make jokes obviously that's what we do and we act f- flipping about everything of course everybody knows we care but i would like to stop for a second and say that and i'm not someone who gets triggered or, or really offended by anything just because i've been in so many green rooms over the past 17 years but bro sitting here actually thinking about it and looking at them Treating January 6th like it's fucking 9-11 is really insane and really like 
that's it's terrifying that there is a lot of people who just see that and go, yep, same, same. And I'm probably more worried right now about 2024 than I've ever been. Sorry to bring this program down. So there's another wrinkle to it. That guy, the actual dude in the in the jail cell, his name is Brandon Straka. Let me guess, he was a writer? Yes, a conservative influencer <laughs> and January 6th defendant who provided significant information to the FBI as part of a plea deal that kept him out of jail. So this dude's a snitch who set up this whole exhibit talking about how terrible it is that these people are being held in jail, some of whom he presumably put there by ratting them out to the FBI and keeping his own ass out of jail. So you don't see a lot of that. Well, here's what I say. (laughs) I I do respect it because you don't see a lot of reenactors who were actually in the war. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's, that's pretty sweet. Like yeah, but again, he put himself in a jail cell, which he notably did not go to because of cooperating with the FBI, which is, you know. <laughs> what a piece uh, of shit. Cardinal okay, well, rule for these people. So, he said. He so said, basically that is their that is their complex distilled right there, which exactly. is is feeling bad and persecuted for a thing that didn't even happen to you. Right. Yeah. And the guy said he was like. He said, there's nothing wrong with talking to the DOJ and telling them your friends are innocent. He tried to say, like, yeah, I talked to the FBI, but the whole time I was just like, those guys are rad. The whole time we just (laughs) talked about how great you guys were, and that's why they didn't make me go to jail. It's like, yeah, right. that's not how any of that works, buddy. I was just telling them how sweet your snake flag shirt was, bro. Right. But you already mentioned your uh, your congresswoman there in uh, North Georgia, Marge. Marjorie Taylor Greene showed up, got in there with him. Matt, I'm going to say it right now. We're going to try this video, if it jacks up, we're just going to do pictures and whatnot. We could do out. reenactments of them. Yeah. I mean, I'll describe any of them we had lined up if they just won't play. But We pray, and do thou, Prince, a heavenly host, by the power of God. All right. Skip forward a little bit, Matt, just to say. So MTG is in the cell uh, with Brandon Straka. Crying Can't even cold, shoot it vertical. Cold in his hands. Or holding his hands, crying while this dude does a crazy ass prayer, and it's one of those things where it's like to me, you just sort of like step back for a minute and remember, like, oh right, like they are yeah. truly fucking nuts. Like this yes. shit is wild. If this was like a scene from a dystopian show or something, it would be blood curdling, but it's right. real life, you know. Oh, but um, all right, let's let's move on here, Matt. Honorable mention for daily dumbasses: Trump's turds for being snitches. Uh, may recall Trump's we, turds. Yeah, we covered before. There was a story from the New York Times, Maggie Haberman, that claimed that President Trump would uh, confound the White House staff by taking his documents he was given and tearing them up and putting them in the toilet and then flushing <laughs> them away, which is not what you're supposed to do with those. Turns out. <laughs> They called it bullshit, but she has produced receipts. There's pictures here purporting to be of the toilet with the uh, documents inside of them. So that's fun. In response to this, he called the journalist Haberman a maggot. And uh, you I know, thought they so, had for them. So just business. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, like now, like the fly baby. Oh, like, like that. Not like yeah. the red hat type. Yeah, right. Um, but Trump. Yeah, a lot of Trump stuff this week. The man just will not go away. Another uh, article came out outlining the war between Trump and his generals. Turns out that Trump's generals, when he was in office, 
did not have just blind loyalty to him. They had things like rules and standards and mm. like principles and stuff like that, none of which hit for Trump uh, hugely. So in one meeting, he reportedly screamed at John Kelly, quote, you fucking generals. Why can't you be more like the German generals? <laughs> and John Kelly said, uh, what, which German generals? And he, he said, the German generals in World War Two. And that's the end of the quote. But he's just like, you know, the good ones, the fucking Nazi ones, the ones who, the ones who knew how to listen. The ones who knew who the man was. His name was Hitler, and they respected him, and they did what the fuck he said, and that's what I'm trying to get more of around here. I love that homie was like, all right, now hold on. Maybe he meant a different Germany. German, you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was a different war. Like, if, 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 oh, my God. Kelly reportedly said to him, you know, they tried to kill Hitler three times and almost pulled it off, right? Which presumably also <laughs> did not hit for him. The next, His, uh, his ar- soldiers tried to kill him? Hitler's did? Yeah, Project Valkyrie, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, The next honorable mention for Daily Dumbass is the woke left for making it so that you can't even rub one out to your buddy's wife anymore. So no video here, but uh, the lawyer of the the Sandy Hook families uh, reported that Alex Jones, you know, they got a cell phone, right? Said Alex Jones' cell phone was ate up a with dick pics, just all sorts of dick pics. His, uh, yeah, of course his. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, you know he likes to show his dick off. Uh, yeah. But also new. But you pictures. just take the one and then you keep it on there, you know, right. forever. Sure, everybody knows that. Not him. He yeah. got a whole portfolio. He got a spread mm. of his own that dick and his phone. Also nude pictures of his wife that he sent to Roger Stone without her uh, knowing about it. Can't do so, that. So, you know, just a top yeah. bloke. Top yeah. bloke, Alex Jones. <laughs> that ain't it. He's having a great week, too. All right, here's the last honorable mention, and this is the one I'm most excited to talk to you about. I don't know if you've heard about it already or not. But our last honorable mention for Daily Dumbass is Cracker Barrel for thinking their customers would be okay with living longer. So, <laughs> Cracker, oh, Barrel, I know what this Cracker Barrel had a bit of a firestorm this week, Joe, when they introduced... Actually, a brief anecdote. I was recently in rural New Jersey doing shows like three weeks ago, and uh, and there was a Cracker Barrel there, so I went to it, and yeah. I was looking at the menu, and I saw that they have impossible sausage and mm-hmm. i swear to so vegan sausage plant-based sausage and i swear to god i thought to myself i was like holy shit a i did not see that coming and b i cannot believe i ain't heard about this shit yet right well like i guess they just hadn't found out about it wasn't public information yet because this past week cracker barrel faithful found out and it did not hit for them cracker barrel posted about it on their facebook page and the uh the faithful popped off the blowback was immediate and intense hundreds of comments saying things like all the more reason to stop eating at cracker barrel this is not what cracker barrel was all about uh and i just lost respect for a once great tennessee company (laughs) another one if i wanted a salad i would in fact order a salad stop with the plant-based meat crap and then finally, oh no, the Cracker Barrel has gone woke. It really is the end time. So I people just, up in arms over this fake sausage at Cracker Barrel show. Dude, and here's, here's the thing. If Cracker Barrel came out and said, we are no longer going to have real meat and instead we'll have this, 
I would be right there beside these slack-jawed yokels. You know what I mean? (laughs) I would be pissed, but that is not what's happening. And this is exactly the same logic that went down with people who got mad at other people for wearing masks. All right. In both situations, I can understand how the inverse would be true, but not this. Such as if there was a vegan restaurant and the vegan restaurant started serving actual real sausage, I could see where the vegans would be like, well, I can't even have that touch my plate because then it's no longer vegan. Well, if you cook a vegan sausage right next to a real sausage, it doesn't make the real sausage vegan. Therefore, it doesn't matter. Just like I could see people that were immunocompromised going, hey, why the fuck don't you have on a mask, but it makes no sense for someone to look at someone with a mask and go, oh my god, take the fucking mask off. It's not hurting you, you dumb fuck. The addition of something doesn't necessarily mean the subtraction of another thing. That's all I well, have to say. I totally agree with you, but like in that vegan example you laid out, a vegan restaurant starting to sell real meat it, and their uh, clientele being like, this goes against everything you stand for. Right. Well, that's how a lot of these Cracker Barrelers, that's how they feel about this. Like they said, this ain't what Cracker Barrels all, they're like, no, Cracker Barrels about fat mammals. <laughs> and and they're right to contract diabetes, okay? And like, you can't just be, uh, you know, you can't just be going against that type of thing with this new pansy sausage you're trying to put out here. It's so but, funny um, to me, too, because you know I told you that I grew up like, and my grandmother was like a accidental vegetarian, like... Couldn't like, afford meat or like something. When she was a kid, yeah, they couldn't afford meat, so she just ate vegetables from the garden. And so whenever I went over there for Sunday dinner, don't get me wrong, she would have meat every now and then, but like it wasn't strange for me to just eat a vegetable plate. And so like I don't know. There's a lot of old people that I don't. They're so for vegetables, but again, I think what it. I think what it is, and it's because the Alex Jones types rile these people up so much. I genuinely think what it is is that they're thinking further in the future to like this is the this is how it starts and then they're going to take away our meat because they're constantly sending pamphlets to my house saying that democrats want to take away our cheeseburger so they're definitely coming at it from a place like that yeah no doubt about it all right so let's get into it Joe. you said earlier and matt we're going to try this video because it's very short that's why but you said earlier you're like i'm so tired of them treating january 6 like it's 9 11 well they got a new another 9 11 oh, now good. in case you missed it and if you don't believe me watch this clip from fox news here this very brief one this is the worst attack on this republic in modern history period there you go. Yeah, what's he talking about? Something terrible, right? Something gets blown up, blown blown to pieces? No. No, he's talking, of course, about the Monday night raid on Mar-a-Lago from the FBI. And that response there is pretty indicative of how they've been handling it. But first, the news was broken by Trump himself, which I find kind of funny. He uh, <laughs> took to his little newsletter and put it on True Social and just let everybody know what was going on. And he was absolutely irate in... Uh, in the memo he put out saying, among many, many other things, this has never happened to a U.S. president ever before in history. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> might be some reasons for that, you know. <laughs> Is Watergate not this? Uh, well, Watergate. Nixon's house? No, no. Well, they, no, like, his house was the White House. 
Right. But also they weren't there like serving, a, you know, federal warrant as part of an ongoing investigation into right. this man's criminal activity, which I feel like is sort of the key differentiating factor here. It's like, yeah, most all the mother presidents, they ain't do that shit right like him <laughs> saying this did, has never happened to another about it right him know. saying this has never happened to another president is not the dunk that he thinks it is <laughs> like it's like yes exactly you were you were rare in so many ways that right. there's certain things that only happen to you because and i think you may have said this in your video but i'd like to piggyback on it all presidents have committed crimes. Every goddamn yeah. one of them. Whoever your favorite one is, them too. All right? It doesn't matter. And they just were smart about Smarter. it. Smarter. Right. Which is how they got elected president in the first place. But, like, he just crimes out loud. Out like, dumbly. he narrates. He, he, do, he does crime <laughs> dumbly and out loud. Yeah. And... That's really I'm, and prolifically like, yeah, he do just so many crimes. It almost seems like that was his crime strategy was like, yes, I'll hit him with so many crimes. They can't possibly keep up with just one one crime, of the crimes, you know, because I've got so many crimes coming at him. He do love <laughs> crime. This particular crime, it's speculated as far as I'm aware, this still isn't like concretely known for sure. But the general assumption right now is that this had to do with uh, some classified documents uh, that he was not supposed to have on account of he ain't supposed to have no classified documents right. anymore. He had a security clearance stricken in 2021, which was in itself an uncommon move. But, yeah, it supposedly has to do with classified documents. Oh, I didn't document. know that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's a proper disposition for classified documents. You may recall them bitching about Hillary's uh, <laughs> right. like treatment of classified documents and classified channels. So they're pretty aware of it, I would imagine. Uh, but either way, it's like I think when people first heard it, they, you know, they thought like January 6th shit or whatever. And then you find out it's classified documents he's not supposed to have. But for me, it's Al Capone tax evasion type. Thing. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? Where it's like, I don't give a damn what kind of hammer you have to use. Just nail that some bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, whatever sure. it is. And, uh, you know, there's only only a couple of reasons for him to keep whatever these documents are. They're either like embarrassing or compromising for him. Evidence of some kind of corruption. They're definitely embarrassing. Crimes. I right. guarantee you they're embarrassing. Or they're like, you know, some way for him to profit off them or whatever. But either way, it ain't shit that he or be having. But, of course, right. he fancies himself the victim in this. The whole family does. Uh, Eric Trump went on Fox News and tried to explain it away by saying. And Is we have a clammy of, one? We have a. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. he that one. But um, yeah. anyway, I mean, Matt, you could try to play it. Is it working? <laughs> No. Okay, so basically... He Is he in South Dakota right now? Is that what's happening? Who? Matt? Matt? I don't know. I think maybe. I don't know what's up. It's okay, though. He's he's trying his best. But um, little Trump there, he tried to explain it away by saying, listen, my dad's always kept stuff. Like, he kept... <laughs> like, he kept document... He kept, like, newspaper clippings, press releases, 
Uh, he kept cheating on mom. No, he said notes from us, the kids, and that's when I was like, "Okay, bullshit." <laughs> yeah, right. I know he didn't they keep can't that write. fucking stuff. There ain't no way, like, dude. You you know, it's like it's also funny to think of like the Trump kids in their thirties th- and forties, like drawing them little picture, like crayon <laughs> pictures, like "Please love me, daddy." This is us <laughs> holding hands, and then you know that shit went straight into the presidential shitter from a few <laughs> segments ago. Like, rip that shit up, put it in there with the rest of you know the fucking reports on iran or whatever he was flushing the toilet eric looks like he still sits around and draws those like s's with like the six lines oh yeah man that looks like what he's doing yeah i agree so that's how you know he's like so that's all it is it's just newspapers and stuff it's like yeah okay classified newspapers doesn't entirely check out check out trump was also pissed off because he said they even broke into my safe it's like well, well, no yeah. shit. If they That's got a warrant, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they got a warrant, and they're looking for crime stuff. They're not going to be like, "What's that? A safe? Ah, can't be in there. Uh, try more drawers." What, there's the there's been a shark attack, and they're looking where the people are. What the yeah, fuck right. is going on? So yeah, they're uh, they're really on one. And the thing is, like Mark pointed this out in the outline, and I agree with him. Like, and a lot of other people have said this too. There has to be something here, or they just, there's no fucking way they would have done this. Made the FBI this spectacle. and the DOJ, right. like, dude, everything about how they've always operated would have told them to not do this unless right. they felt very damn sure about Because this type of thing just does not ever fucking, that's why I was so blown away by it, because, like, we just don't do this in this country to, like, rich, powerful white guys with connections. Like, it just does not happen. Right. So, and also it's an FBI director appointed by Trump, a Republican and all that. Like there were many, many, you know, obstacles to this happening along the way, but it got followed through on anyway. That has to surely mean something, I would think. I'm, I mean, you would think because I saw um, Andrew Yang tweeted, yeah. t- t- your boy tweeted earlier that he was like, you know, th- this right, this was not a good idea because this is going to be used as fuel by the right. Yeah. That you know, and like, here's the deal: um, I do agree with him that that will happen, but you can't just make certain people immune to laws because of how it might look. We don't want to upset them. Well, fuck them. That means they get away with everything. But like you said. I think they all know that going in. Like, listen, guys, if we do this, this is going to be some shit. So for the love of God, it better be something. So I'm I'm with you in that yeah. I feel, you know. But also the Andrew Yang thing, and I saw other people saying that too, and I touched on that in the video, the idea that, like, well, we can't, we shouldn't antagonize these people. This really fire them up. And I'm like, have you seen them? Like, <laughs> they stay up. pretty fired <laughs> up, dude. That's like their default state is fired the fuck up. Now, like, oh, they'll rally behind Trump because of this. It's like, where else have they been? It's the only <laughs> places they ever go to is Trump rallies. Like, right. the idea that some of them had, like, you know, lost the fire like they weren't passionate about trump anymore or something but now because of this they're back in the game i just don't buy they're gonna be the way they be regardless of this shit but more importantly like you said if he did some shit he should be held accountable for the shit that he did because that's how things are supposed to work the only people who were screaming for Trump four years ago that aren't screaming for Trump as loudly now are on a breathing machine. And they are there. It's it. I agree that this is again, I, I totally agree that this is going to make them, like you said, somehow more fervent. But like, I don't understand how anyone thinks that you can operate 
under the system of we don't want to upset these people, therefore let's just leave it alone. That's let's just insanity. let them do whatever the fuck they want. That's in, yeah, that's right. insanity. Of that's the exact opposite of how what we you are doing it. So, uh, oh, that flag. One other note on Trump's defense of the whole thing. So I wouldn't have known this, but uh, you know, law smart people have pointed out that the way this all works, Trump definitely would have been given a copy of the warrant and everything and an inventory of everything that was seized as part of the procedure because that's like the law. How that goes. So, yeah. so like he has that. So he could, you know, reveal that. And there's only one reason for him not to do it. And it's that it ain't good. For him. Right. <laughs> like there's nothing in it that exonerates him or for him to point out and be like, look how frivolous this is. Like if there was, he'd be using it because he definitely has it, but he's not. So it isn't. So, yeah. Okay. But we still are, me and you, on agreement that this son bitch is not going to jail, correct? I was going to, I was definitely going to ask you that before we got out of this topic. But since you've brought it up, yeah, I guess we could talk about it now before we get into the, uh, the Republican response to it, uh, in detail. Yeah, dude. I don't, I mean, I've said the whole time openly, like, but again, I didn't expect anything like this to happen. That's true. That's true. I, like, I, at all. I was totally stunned by that because I just don't, like I said earlier, I just, Expect nothing. nothing about this country's history or my experience living in this country or anything, especially in recent history, has led me to believe that someone like Donald Trump would actually face consequences for the shit that he did. Right. Like I just we as a general rule, we just ain't never done that. Again, I didn't think the FBI would raid his house either. But I think I mean, no, dude, you talking about like a jumpsuit and shackles and shit. No, no it's not. Happening. No, I, no, I don't think so. But there could still be some measure of accountability, some actual like level of consequences that, you know, could amount to something possibly. But no, he ain't going for, to, for anyone just he ain't going to the hoose gal. He's about to say for anyone just tuning in or for anyone that accidentally cherry picks things we say, I want him to go to jail. Of he course. Or to go to jail. It's just that he will not go to jail, in my opinion. And I've never wanted to be wrong more about anything in my life. Right. Agreed. So let's talk about the Republican response to the whole thing a little bit. Um, they've been flipping the fuck out. Uh, we'll get to the mayonnaise brigade in a little bit a little bit later, like the, the base. So we were just talking about the red hats. But first, the pundits and the politicians, they real, real upset about this. And here's a tweet from Ron DeSantis. The raid of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents, while people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now the regime's getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. Banana Republic. So a few things about this. And there, Marjorie Taylor Greene, defund the FBI. There's so many different <laughs> things to point out here. I can't even keep up with it. And then lastly, this dude says, I think this is a wake-up call for those in Congress to be able to use the tools at their disposal to defund the FBI and prepare for a church-style commission next year, if given a Republican majority, to dismantle the FBI into a thousand bits. So, you know, choose where you want to start at. First of all, the whole, like, they've been saying this thing, like, you know, you're going to regret weaponizing the FBI when we get back into power. It's like them just openly <laughs> stating, it's like, you just wait, you just wait. We're going to fucking throw y'all out of windows. All right. You ain't seen shit. You think this is okay. You ain't going to believe the type of gulags we're going to build for you fucking, you know, dipshits. Like they're just openly saying it. Then of course you got the people that like went 
in on Black Lives Matter protesters and activists forever about their messaging and whatnot about defund yeah, the police. Right. Now they're literally screaming, "We got to defund the federal police!" Yeah, like right. The, the, the big police. They just have no self awareness about it whatsoever. The Banana Republic thing. This is like a third world country. It's like no, not in mm. third world countries. The Trump uh, person, they yeah, just right. get to stay in power forever and or or get killed by a new by a new trump who then stays (laughs) in power forever but what they don't do is face you know accountability from law enforcement or anything like that it's like this is the opposite of that this is you should arrest or you should you know attempt to prosecute corrupt figures it would be more corrupt and more third worldy to have not done this so it's just uh bullshit from every angle but it's also just it's it's scary. Oh, and I'll, the Hunter Biden thing. They keep talking about, oh, what about Hunter Biden? It's like he is not he don't work there. the fucking president. Yeah, he don't even he work. He don't work why there. Would, why would they be doing that? I, like, I would tell it, you this. Donald Trump is the former president. It's not the same thing as the current president's crackhead son who ain't got shit to do with the administration. It's so asinine. I don't know Hunter Biden. He could be a good dude. I have no idea. But I am willing to have him put on a block of ice and set adrift if it will get everyone to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never heard anyone be like, no, protect Hunter. It's just like, what? again, the response is always the same. What are you talking about? He don't even go here. Like, what right. are we What are we doing? Yeah, man, but they... Uh... It seems there seems to be this undercurrent of the whole thing, the way they're reacting to it to me, where it's like, it's like they're acknowledging or something that to them, these institutions are there to either work for or against them. Right. right. Do you know what exactly. I'm saying? It's yes. like, it's like it's a bipartisan. It's it's yeah. It's either or it's either right. Like if, if it's a Democratic president, side, they're right. coming for all the Republicans. Right. And if and if we're in power, then we're going to send them after all the Democrats (laughs) because that's what they're there for. And it's like, no, they're there to prosecute federal crimes, uphold the federal law. You should know that as the party of law and order. That's nothing. I don't know how people don't just jump all over this shit from a campaign perspective of like, you know. What happened to law and order and all that stuff? Right. Like these are these are cops. They're just big cops. Thought you back the blue, don't you? You just don't back yeah. this blue. But the thing is, like their side of the fence, the voter base and everything, they just they've already separated them in their head. You know what I mean? Like them cops don't count. We only oh, talk well, about the good cops, the ones that shoot black people. Don't them cops hit. The cops, dude, the cops do this stuff. They don't have for us, so you can do whatever the fuck you want. You should defund them. And they just they, say it all with a straight face and it don't it don't bother them at all. Dude, they can't compar- they don't understand the differences between the things they're saying. I have seen like protest signs that unironically said like keep the government out of my Medicaid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm not I've seen that. Like a bunch of people just sitting there it's like they're wanting to do socialized medicine. How's that going to affect my Medicaid and my social security and shit? It's like what the fuck are you talking about? So yeah, man, I I don't know. Like I that's uh them and the cops, man. Again, it's like they only they only back the blue when the blue is, I guess, beating on somebody they don't like. 
Right. This is so. These are the people at the top, the people with like a major platform. The fringe, the the basement dwellers, you know, as it were, they've really been losing it. They're just openly talking. Their rallying cry, reportedly right now, is three words: lock and load. They're saying, oh "God, yeah, calling, openly calling it the war, the new civil war, all that shit." They're talking about arming up. Uh, people that track that kind of thing says it's the worst they've seen since January fifth. Oh my uh, God. And I'm just wondering what you you know what you think about about that. But where are they going to go? Are they going to go to the Pentagon? I don't think that'll work out for them. Uh, like, well, I'm lucky in the sense that like where I'm at, I'm sort of safe. I guess unless they come for me at my you know like I'm I'm in the bad part, so it's all going to be going away from me, which is good on a yeah. person, which yeah. is good on a personal. They're going to be all going up north, and I'm just going to sit here like I'll keep the tomatoes. You know what I yeah. mean? So. I don't know, man. Like it, w- hearing things like it's not been this bad since January fifth, like that's uh, that's pretty rough to hear. And I mean, I don't know, dude. Like as I've always thought about, like you know, I tell people all the time, there's gonna be another civil war, and they say that with this like fervor, like this excitement, like yeah, there's gonna be another civil war. And I'm like, dude, this civil war ain't gonna go the same way that the first civil war went because the first civil war, everybody had the same type of shit. Everybody had the same type of guns. You know what I'm saying? There was like musket loaders and there was, but like you're gonna, if there really was a civil war and you tried to form a bunch of militias around the country to go up against the actual government dog. Like, that ain't, that's not no, going to work. Well, and also, it's like, it just wouldn't be like the last one in terms of like, here's this part and here's right. this part. Every exactly. single state in this country would be like, here's a part of the other side. Right. And then we're in the part of our side in whatever state you're in, even southern states or whatever. And it'd just be an absolute fucking nightmare. I keep telling myself that they're largely, you know, disorganized and incompetent and also sure. like way more bark than bite type motherfuckers, you know. So that's what I'm hanging my hat on right now. Listen, Matt, producer Matt, before we get to uh before we go into comments and stuff, I did want to try to watch those last two videos. They're short. Hopefully we can get through them. Start with the Marsha Blackburn one because I have something I want to say Ooh, about love that. Her. We, oh, always. She's a frequent contributor to the SKUs. Um but yeah, this was this was her take on the whole situation if we can get it go and questions that we justifiably have and we want answers because if the fbi can do this to president donald trump they can do it to you and the american people all right so like as long as you committed (laughs) exactly it's like that's true they can They've always been able to do that <laughs> yeah. on account of they're the FBI. Matter and of fact, it's of wilder that they're being able to do it to him. Usually they would just be able to do it to you always. Yeah, exactly. And that's, there's also there's this like underpinning of their rhetoric about it. That's like it feels to me like they're mad because they're basically saying to like the Democrats at the top. It's like, listen, guys, you know, we've always had this tacit agreement that like. <laughs> We all going to be doing crimes and breaking laws and stuff and nothing is ever going to happen. And it's always been that way. It's always supposed to. But now y'all are acting like that. Ain't we can't happen. do crimes. We can't do crimes anymore. And I just want you to know, as soon as we get in, we're going to get you for all your crimes, too. And most Democrats are like, well, we stopped doing crimes, you know, or whatever. Like, what the fuck? When did that happen? I thought we were all doing crimes. It's, also, it's like it's like they just assume, like, we've all got crimes. And yeah. I hope you know. Now, 
you can be punished for your crimes yeah. before <laughs> we never could. So I hope yeah. you're happy. And it's like we as the Republicans used to never come at Democrats for any of the crimes right. that they did or that we made up about them. But, but now gloves are off, like, motherfucker. It's kind of like the like the thing with some I've, conversations I've had with some hardcore Christians before. And I know me and you have talked about this where they're like they'll say something like, you know, without the Bible. How are you supposed to what's it what's to stop you from murdering somebody or molesting children or whatever? Yeah. It's like I just don't want to do you do you want to do that? Like are you are you saying that you want to do that, but you Thank don't God you read that book. Like, most of us just don't want to do that. <laughs> it's a similar type of thing with the way they're talking about this right. and the FBI. It's like I'm not all that worried about the FBI personally because yeah. I'm not doing federal crimes. Which it, this is the same group of people that is constantly like, well, if you can't do the crime, don't do the time. Whenever right. like they show a clip of like some you know inner city mother who got s- caught selling a little bag of weed and now she's going to be ripped away from her family, they're like, well, I mean, I wouldn't that wouldn't happen to me because I don't commit crimes. Well, fucking same, same, you son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm not worried about this because I don't take confidential documents and dump them in my poop bowl. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> All right. Last video, then we'll get some comments. Uh, this is sort of similar to the CPAC video we opened with. Every now and then, uh, they do get it right, though. Play it, Matt. I just want to say in closing, listen, America, they're laughing at you. The left thinks this is hilarious. If you (laughs) doubt me, just go to any of their goofy platforms, Twitter or elsewhere right now. They think this is hilarious. You know what? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Dan. Yeah, sure do. Yeah. Mr. Bongino, I think this is quite humorous. Well, and also terrifying. But yes, I'm laughing at at y'all for sure. Right. Yeah. This is one of those goofy platforms, (laughs) and it is indeed uh, hilarious. Uh, that's the thing. That's why they do combine like abject terror with like comical lunacy in a very fascinating way. You know what I mean? Because like, oh yeah, they are so easy to laugh at so often. But then you sort of stop and remember, like, oh right, yeah, they believe they'll, this they'll shit. Kill us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you. It's like you said with that clip of those dudes praying and stuff. Like me and you as godless heathens want to look at their that and laugh. And I'm like, but you have to understand, like. Those are the people, like, they believe that shit, dog. And there's a lot of them that believe that shit. And you cannot, coming from someone who grew up in a religious background, when you have people that are religious committed to something, you right. literally can't tell them shit. I mean, because and because one of the, the, the fundamentals that they're taught early is, by the way, a lot of people are going to be saying a whole bunch of stuff to you that makes sense. You got to ignore that, all right? That's the devil, right? And they right. take those same little tips and drills and they put them into this. And now it's, I'm telling you, dude, like, uh, you just, you can't, you can't do it. No. All right, Matt, give us some uh, comments up there uh, if you can, if the technical stuff isn't fucking us too much. And uh, Heather L. Ramsey on Facebook says, yep, it's pretty funny. Yeah, can't deny that it's funny. Christy Van Hoff says, accurate as fuck. Yeah. Agreed. An enemy and then an enemy anemone. Oh, I, like I like that, that. name, despite my uh, tongue's level of incompetence. <laughs> Our goofy platforms, says the guy who uses Truth Social. Should I've been meaning to ask you about that? Should we get on Truth Social and just start some shit? Like, would that even would that be possible? 
it had occurred to me to when parlor was a thing or any of those like to maybe get on there and fuck around with it and hoping to get some material or content out of it or something you'll but get I shared hate wise well, well here's the thing yeah i sort of did that with fox news for a while i started doing like reaction videos to fox right. news and the one thing that i found was like more than anything, it just upset me. Right. <laughs> Do you know what yep. I mean? Like, I thought it'd be funny ripping. I was ripping on them and everything, but it was just like, it just it's hard harming my soul after a while. Also, like, dude, you know, the free speech warriors over there on Truth Social, mm-hmm. they will banhammer your ass immediately for not following the crowd. Like, that is... For damn sure. Well, maybe we yeah, should. Yeah, right. That Dustin Anderson just said they'll ban you on truth. LOL. Well, maybe yeah, we no, should. Dude, they put they have no tolerance for you know anything other than the stuff well, that they're all saying already. Maybe we should start one and like pretend like we're like them, and then like troll in the reverse way. You know what I mean? And then just like read what we do on our podcast. Right. That would yeah, help. like a um, like do it satirically or something. Yeah, like, like catfish like them, but make it seem real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could get into that. Let's add another social media to the ones I already hate using. Sure. <laughs> Fanny Lip Shit says, yes, get on True Social. <laughs> Fuck with them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I nominate the show here to uh, take the first foray into doing that. You've got a little – well, I don't want to out you, but I guess I'm going to. No, go anyway. ahead. Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. You've got a little bit of experience with that, but it's a much more benign, harmless version yeah. of it. But Corey – has gotten accidentally put onto a group chat, a group text chain with a bunch of old Southern church ladies, and they do not know that he's not one of them because he's been responding to the text and playing along with them for, what, a couple weeks now or something like that? Well, it's actually been months. So it's been months overall, and I I thought I was like, that one group stopped texting me. So what I assumed happened was they were like, they went to Becky and was like, hey, Becky, you said you was going to bring the macaroni. Because I kept, they was asking me to do stuff, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, girl, of course, I'll bring the macaroni to the place. And do y'all want pimentos in it this time? Or what? And they'd just be like, mm, no, I don't know about that. And so I figured that they they finally showed up, and the lady hadn't done the things that she said she was going to. And they were right. like, oh, that's not my number anymore. And I think that happened in the one, but a random new person just texted me the other day, and I was like, oh, shit. It's back. And so I started texting her some wild stuff, and I was screenshotting them and sending them to you, and I was like, I don't know if I should go this far. And then I would, and she would just respond back with, like, girl, I hear you. That's oh, how them youngins are. Tell me about it. <laughs> so I'm back, baby. It's also, but I feel like in the first scenario you laid out, like, oh, you said I'll bring the potato salad. Then they get there, and Becky, who they think you are, she don't have the potato salad. Yeah. And you're like, so I get, you know, figured out. But I feel like them type of ladies, they wouldn't say anything to her face. But then all mm-hmm. the rest of them I'm get together. And that bitch like, you can't believe that bitch Becky didn't bring any potato salad. And she <laughs> said she was going to. So, like, you've just ostracized Becky yeah. from this group of church ladies. Woman who is she not has friends no idea. Anymore. She has no idea what's happened. They all just hate Dude, her now. Remind me next week on the podcast, I want to read the text exchange that we did with them. But, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's been great. And I don't ever want it to end. Julie Wine and Reason says, old Southern church ladies, LOL. I mean, is the food good? Because y'all know the food's good. I guarantee you the food I, I, is good. I, it was either I bet when, your potato salad would hit harder than real Becky's potato salad. I, I agree. And like, it, I remember when I was a kid at church and they would do the covered dish thing, which by the way, now in hindsight, I would, ugh, I don't know what's in these people's kitchens. As my, as my sister would always say, what if they had cats on the table? Um, but... <laughs> It was it was either f- 
fire. It was either absolute fire or someone Weird. literally just, or it was just like someone made mashed potatoes and they literally just mashed up potatoes in a bowl, didn't put no salt, didn't put no pepper, no butter, no nothing. Yeah, or or weird. And there was definitely some like raisins that, and mac and cheese or some kind of yeah. shit like that out of nowhere. Yeah, and there and there would be some where like there was a couple ladies there that like they definitely like you know they just have they just come to church and they just have doo doo on their back. You know what I mean? Because they was old and they couldn't wipe right and stuff. And so my mama, we'd always sit down and she's like, okay, you can't get the one in the green bowl and you can't get the one in the that because that's Miss Sally's and she sometimes has doo-doo on her back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> old doo-doo back Katie or whatever yeah. name was. Yeah. Ruby Laguna says, oh, no, still all their casserole recipes for your cover gets blown, Corey. My, my casserole hits harder than theirs, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, so that's – you. You changed your phone number, and apparently, yeah. apparently, your new phone number maybe used to be Becky's number, or it's one number yeah. off, or something like that. So that's how yeah. you got roped into this thing. But so, yeah. but you, it's the same area code where you live. It's, it's the same. It's it's not the same area code where I live. I have a four two three cell phone because that's Chattanooga, and that's where the cell phone comes from. Yeah. So it's a Tennessee group of it. Okay. Ostensibly, I said actually I know because they mentioned the church. Now, I'm not going to say it out loud because, again, if somebody is in here and here, but like they mentioned the church, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's up here in North Chattanooga or whatever. So, yeah. Kim Cusado says, post your casserole recipe, Corey. Just pour a bunch of Campbell's soup in the thing, put crackers on it, and bake the son bitch. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Campbell's <laughs> soup. <laughs> Those Manna trash casseroles. Oh, my trash God. Casserole. Trash casseroles, baby. There was up. Me and Kurt, you me and- will. Me and my sister was high the other night, and we was talking about why casseroles, trash casseroles are so good. And she was like, man, you know, it's like the chicken soup is just like, it's just like a roux, you know? So, Mm -hmm. like, you're just getting a roux that you don't have to, like, roux. And I was like, oh, word, that's true. And it is, it does hit. I've, I've been known to eat a can of condensed soup without actually cooking it. Yeah, I can see that. That's all right. I dip crackers it's in like, it. Yeah, it's just sort of like chicken yogurt. Chicken yogurt. <laughs> Un, unchilled chicken yogurt. Yeah, I could get down with that for sure. Uh, I made me a big beef pot roast. Uh, chicken yogurt. Just chicken. smash here in a minute. Yeah, you like chicken yogurt. Get your chicken yogurt, boy. I love chicken yogurt. I'll never think of it as anything other than chicken yogurt from now on. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> I know sort it of. is chicken yogurt, dude. <laughs> and it hits so hard, just dip the some bitch in crackers. All and right, you know. listen, we're about to get out of here, but Cho, like, tell people about oh. stuff if you, yeah. Hey, hey, um, I have a uh, publication. It's at CoreyWritesForYou.com. It's a newsletter slash blog, but I also put videos and audio stories and stuff up there. You can subscribe for free, but you can also subscribe for $5 a month at CoreyWritesForYou.com, and you get bonus stuff. But if you can't afford the $5 a month, just email me at ButtercreamCorey at gmail.com, and I will comp you, no questions asked, because I know how hard it is out there. Once again, that's CoreyWritesForYou.com. All right, and again, if you want some goofy shit from the two of us, uh, watch or listen to Putting On Airs every Friday. It's a great time. And uh, sign up on the Patreon for SKUs. Get some bonus SKUs episodes. Support the show. Go to TreyCrowder.com and check out my tour dates. Again, we'll be adding more very soon. And uh, come and see me. Come and see us when we do well-read shows, which there are more coming and do all that. I appreciate y'all being here. I love you like chicken. I'll be back with Smart Mark next week. Corey Ryan Forrester, everybody. Thank you. So you love you. Bye. Somebody said I love you like chicken yogurt.